Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, thanks for joining me again today. Great to have you along. I'm really looking forward to my conversation today with Melanie Wurzberger. Melanie is the co-founder of a very cool HR tech firm, Sharka. And Sharka helps companies engage and retain their talented team. So Melanie, thank you very much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Ben. Yeah, whereabouts are you based at the moment? So I'm located in Southern California in the US. I'm about 45 minutes south of LA. Nice. Yeah, great part of the world. Let's kick things off. Do you want to give us a quick background of yourself? Perfect. So I actually do not have an HR background. Um, what's kind of interesting is I came from a software sales background, started my career in software sales for um, a B2B SaaS company, software as a service, and was working on setting up a channel partner division for their sales team and then moved into a financial analyst role because I had originally studied finance. Um, I loved startups. I loved entrepreneurship. So my career was in startups. And at the time I was working at a company that was growing fast. They had just raised $60 million. And they were hiring, I think it was 200, 250 people in a year wow. um, when I, I was working as their analyst. And I came in and, and watched this company scale like crazy, but their culture just didn't scale cr- quite as rapidly or as well as maybe their sales and their team did. And and what ended up happening was as an analyst, I could see these different gaps of where it was hurting the company in terms of productivity, in terms of knowledge share and silos. So it ultimately pushed me to create Shaka because I was a, an employee that didn't have a great experience with culture. And I saw this could be done better. And so I am a young founder. Um, I started my company and I knew I'm not an expert in HR. I'm not even an expert in business. So in the nights and weekends right now, I'm actually studying my master's of entrepreneurship and innovation. And it's a program here in Southern California that's just focused on helping you learn how to scale businesses and successfully set them up and get integrated with all the other entrepreneurs that are here in Southern California. So you're building the bridge as you're crossing it. I like that. What exactly does Shaka mean? Yeah, so Shaka is a Hawaiian word. So um, being that this is a podcast, I'll kind of paint a picture. So the Shaka is the hand symbol that you see people do where you make a fist and then you put your pinky and your thumb out. Um, (laughs) And, you know, you might see surfers kind of doing that hand symbol. Um, But in Hawaii, it has a much deeper meaning. It's kind of like a wave to your neighbor. And it symbolizes welcome to our community. Everyone's part of our family or our community here. Um, And it's just this sentiment of how people treat each other there. And that's what I wanted to create within my customers' businesses for them and the spirit that I wanted to bring into their company. So that's how we determined our name. Plus, it will be great for marketing to have pictures of people doing the shock at hand symbol yeah. and things like that. We have an emoji now. I'm like, oh, things wow. are going good. <laughs> oh, you've made it. You've made it. So what exactly is Shaka? What does it do? 
So Shaka is an online platform that helps companies keep their employees engaged. And that is whether they're working in the office or at home. So especially today, companies are wondering, how can we keep our employees feeling connected, feeling like they belong here and are part of a community? And so we built some different tools to help companies do that and invest in different areas of employees' happiness. So one piece of Shaka is that employees can use it to network with other colleagues. They can say, I want to meet someone new at the company every two weeks. And then our system will go ahead and recognize their department, find someone outside of their original department, see their calendar and availability and say, all right, you're meeting with Sally on the finance team on (laughs) next Tuesday. And it kind of just takes the work out of internal networking for employees. It allows them to learn about what's going on in these different areas of our business or maybe meet people in totally different offices. Um, I have companies using it that are connecting people in their Asia offices with their West Coast USA offices. And it's the first time they've done that. And then we also have tools that help companies boost camaraderie through team-based challenges, whether it's a walking challenge or a philanthropic food drive it might be, or a healthy recipe challenge. I even had one company run just a fun challenge of how many avocados can you eat in a week? And I'm like, all right, whatever your team enjoys. (laughs) Um, But it's just all about having fun. And then um, we also have a communities page where employees can set up different interest groups, a club or a working parents group. Maybe it's a diversity and inclusion group. Um, And it's a place for them to share resources and post upcoming online events that they see in the future or have discussion boards. So that's kind of what we've built and we're still growing. Um, Right now we're working on finding more ways to help companies measure engagement, not just drive it. Yeah. I think it's a great idea to have that geographic mix up. So people are meeting people in different offices, but also the silo problem you get in lots of companies, so marketing versus sales or HR versus finance, stuff like that. I think it's great if you can yeah, line people up in the different department or functions and get them to meet up from time to time. Cause it's very hard to get angry or fired up in a meeting when you've caught up with them last week and you shared a donut and a coffee or something and, or an avocado in, in this case. Um, <laughs> right. So yeah, I like that we give them conversation starters and they can be like work related or not work related. So maybe they just talked about their family vacation and you're right. It's so interesting to see some organizations that have departments that are really well meshed, like our marketing and our sales work together. Well, and other companies where it's like our marketing and sales teams argue over who brought in the most leads. And that was my lead and (laughs) things like that. So um, (laughs) hopefully we can solve some of those friction problems definitely in the hr tech space it's pretty crowded there's all sorts of providers how do you work out what your platform is going to do and who it's going to aim at and what it's going to offer how do you find your place in the world yeah absolutely so i wanted to be very specific on who will i initially target so my organization is only about a year and a couple months old at this point so I think a lot of businesses come in and they're like, I could serve everyone. They can have any amount of employees, Mm -hmm. any industry. And that wasn't where I wanted to start. Like you said, it's a crowded space. So we need to be the best solution for a certain type of company. And for us, that's companies with 
100 to 700 employees. And specifically, I've found technology companies um, are the most willing to lean on a platform to help them build a network. Um, Their employees are used to using tools like this to network. They're the best early adopters for us. And then I also focus in on companies that are experiencing high growth. Like I mentioned, the pain I was feeling in my previous job, I I go and research what companies have raised funding in the last six months, what companies have a job board out there with over 20 positions to fill. So I guess my best answer to that is that we've tried to be very specific in who we're targeting so that my story resonates very well with them. They're like, yes, I'm sitting exactly where you are sitting. Um, And then just building tools that are a little, a little different, a little quirkier or um, outside of the regular box of what you'd see in some of the other platforms that exist. Yeah, absolutely. Such as an avocado discussion group, you know, you never know. So what are you doing to find new clients, acquire new clients and get the word out there? Obviously, you know, your things are about to explode having come on this podcast, but what are you doing in terms of the marketing and sales side of things? Yeah. So funny story. When I started, Um, I started with a tool called Apollo IO to generate leads. And it's a tool I would completely recommend to everyone. They have an awesome database of leads. Their pricing is pretty friendly. Like I think the pro version was a hundred dollars a month. Um, and there's a free version too. Um, and then you can see, you can pick as many unlimited leads. You can filter them down to, I want to talk to people, um, HR director level above in this geography with this many employees, you can filter all the things. Um, and then you can sequence them. And I got a little excited and I like went (laughs) after, I was like, Holy cow, this database is awesome. And I was going after it like crazy. And I was having awesome open and response rates. And then I realized I hadn't set up like my email security properly And all of a sudden, my domain name was flagged as spam. So (laughs) I had emailed so many people and was having great success with that. Um, But so use Apollo IO for all you listeners out there, but set up your email DNS and security settings well in advance. The inbox. Yeah, Yeah, that was a rookie mistake. Um, So now I've kind of leaned into what other ways can I um find customers while we recover our domain name and (laughs) while we recover our sender credibility and um i've had good luck with different facebook groups different linkedin groups of hr leaders and, and just being sure to contribute like interesting content um of course selling into hr those people are very heavily heavy users of LinkedIn. So I've transitioned to LinkedIn sales navigator um, and messaging mm-hmm. people that way. And just a, attending different podcasts or events that I think they'll be at. There's a lot of online webinars going on right now for the space. And, and that's a place I always try and attend and just drop some of my contact information in the chats of whatever room we're in. Nice. So with the Apollo first then, that so that's cold email outreach. Mm-hmm. Did you do sequences? Did you just do a one-off thing or did you do, you know, the follow-up, follow-up? So I did sequences. Um, and if any of you are, so I mentioned I have a software sales background. One of the things my company invested in was this program called Winning by Design. And you could actually get Winning by Design certified in how to communicate 
with your potential customers and how and when to pull on their pain points and, and what's the most productive um, email taglines and things like that. So I have had that training and um, for companies that are smaller, you can probably just read their online blogs and things like that and pick up some of the information. But um, I was sequencing or my leads using that tool and some of those tips. And then I'd look for ones that have multiple opens or multiple clicks on my links. And I'd really try to personalize things to them. Um, and the sequencing tool is great because you can drop in company names, you can drop in people names. Um, but once they clicked or opened my email multiple times, I'd go specifically look at their Glassdoor reviews, at their um, hiring board and say, hey, I see you have this problem within your culture. I'm sure you're familiar with Glassdoor, correct? Or is that more popular? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, um, but <laughs> just trying to message it to try to pique their interest with, hey, I see your employees are, are having problems with this or your employees really loved this program you ran. Um, I think my platform might be a great addition to it. So those are some of the places I found personalized info. That's very good. Yes, I mean, cold email outreach, is, it's a brilliant method. And I, I guess it's kind of fallen away a little bit in recent times with the increase in Europe, for instance, GDPR and then can spam and things like that in other places. But I think if you do it right, it's very successful if you do it right. And if you don't kill your domain. Um. <laughs> exactly. I could have avoided a lot yeah. of uh, stress there. But we're back on the safe senders list. I just, I have to be light on my email outreach now just to make sure we recover huh. fully. But um. Yeah, it, I, I think it's a good method still. Oh, yeah, yeah. In email, it can go wrong. In a tech company, I know there was a guy who was, funnily enough, he was a financial analyst as well. And he sent an email out to, I think, 40,000 people and he BCC'd himself so he could just check that everything worked fine. But it just meant that suddenly the inbound mail server received 40,000 emails within a second. So the whole system crashed thinking there was, you know, a Russian hack or something like that. You know, so all sorts of fun stuff can happen with email. Your background, you mentioned you had a channel sales, channel partner type background or some experience in that area. Uh, what are your thoughts on that for Shaka? So that's actually something I'm working on setting up now. Um, so very interesting topic that you brought up because I particularly believe that there's an opportunity for diversity and inclusion consultants, company culture consultants to extend their services or their workshops that they're offering these companies through um, the future with a platform like Shaka. Like here we came in, we did this diversity and inclusion workshop. Now I want to introduce you this platform that will continue to pair employees that's blind to race, color, gender. Um, and it will give them a space to create diversity groups. So let's go in and set that up for your organization so that there's a longer period of time. But to be honest, I, I don't have as much feedback on the effectiveness of it yet, because I'm still in the process of setting up what would these agreements look like, um, had really narrowed it down to that I think DNI and culture consultants are the right people to carry out our messaging and, and find those customers that we believe we should be working with. And um, from my experience in channel sales, I guess what I would share with the audience is it's really important that you have the right partners. If you're starting to set up 
a channel and you're just like, let's take anyone, it's really going to backfire. You're going to pour a lot of effort into people who maybe don't contribute to the company the way you hope they would. So just make sure that it's a mutual selection process and it's mutually beneficial. Um, You want to motivate your channel partners to continue to support your brand, support your clients. Um, So you want to make sure that's a a really great relationship and not just like here, anyone can sign this contract, send us your business if you have someone that might fit. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, um, Beyond DNI, diversity and inclusion, the general HR space. Uh, I'm thinking back to when I was running projects as an HR consultant, and I went into a government department and ran feedback sessions with employees, you know, surveys, and we had different workshops and stuff like that. But there were communications issues and all kinds of stuff going on there, and it's a big department. So something like that would have been a handy thing to refer in. Other companies with lots of offices around different countries, communication is an issue. So yeah, I think uh, there's a capacity. If you're an HR consultant listening to this or a diversity inclusion consultant or uh, employee engagement, all these sort of different subsections of the broad HR field, I think there are opportunities there. So if you're listening, yeah, I would suggest getting in touch with Melanie or the, the Shaka team. Even if it's not right now, but coming down the track, I think there's certainly an opportunity to team up and or share content or who knows. Is that a fair call? Yeah, absolutely. And I guess I'd love to spin that back on you um, in your experience as an HR consultant. At the end of your service time with them, not that your relationship ever ends, but but were your customers coming to you and asking for solutions and tools that could extend beyond maybe what a person can offer? Yeah. Absolutely. So if people want to learn more about Shaka, uh, what should they do? So you can find us on www.joinshaka.com. So that's um, our website, Join Shaka. And you can find me, Melanie Wurzberger, on LinkedIn. Um, I'm linked to our Shaka page. And um, we're also on Instagram. So if you want to follow us, um, we release different blog posts about employee engagement, just cool things that you could read and keep up with. And then my email is my first name, Melanie at joinchaka.com if anyone wants to get in touch. All right. I'll put the the link to the website and the, the LinkedIn profile. I won't put the email in the show notes in case hackers try and do something. I'm paranoid about all that stuff these days. But certainly uh, www.joinchaka.com. The link is in the show notes. Do check that out. Yes, I think it's an exciting platform. It's going to have a bright future and, and help employers and employees around the world, hopefully. So yeah, really well done. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.